This is Wisdom from the Wardrobe, brought to you by Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Our show is serious about style, not so serious talk. Every week we have a lively discussion about all things style and fashion related. We aim to break down barriers, debunk style myths and impart a modicum of wisdom. So without further ado, I'll introduce you to your hosts. First up, we have Bruce Flammer, owner of Michael Bruce Image Consulting and style guru extraordinaire. Oh, I kind of like the guru extraordinaire. Hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, we have our sensational stylist, Beck, who is also a globetrotter and thrift culture countess. Hello. Yep, today I'm a countess. I can handle that. (laughs) (laughs) Then Stacy, our resident raconteur and pop culture princess. What up? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Pamela, image consultant, style savvy, music loving Brit transplant. Hello. Should say right. image consultant to the stars. Oh like my it, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> there okay. you go. The crew's in the house, baby. That's right. All in. We're all here. And we have guests today. And we do have guests we today. We do. Before we get to the guests, Beck, what's in the news today? Okay. So, you know, sometimes in the news we have the sublime. We have excellent style. We have great fashion. But today, honestly, we just have silly. And that is <laughs> in the guise of the new line that Prada has launched called Prada Outdoor. And the thing that's really gotten the most press that you may have seen is the Prada Volleyball that is retailing for the mere bargain price of $995. So, yes, it's a leather volleyball and it comes with a canvas carrying strap. But, you know, the fact that it's $1,000 for a volleyball, you know, that's not to mention, I know, but you know, they also have, they've got yoga mats for $1,500 and Frisbees for $650. It's just, it's over the top sometimes with these fashion houses. Now, they're not the first that have done this, you know, in the past, Louis Vuitton has actually come out with a skateboard that was, again, the bargain price of $8,250, but- That's a mode fairness, of transportation though. Absolutely. I know, well, that's true. That's so, a functionality. You know, Right. And Chanel actually had a football that they kicked out a couple of years ago. Oh, get that. I didn't even mean that, that was a pun. Football you kicked out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but it originally retailed for 175 and now online it's actually um selling in the secondary market for five thousand four hundred and ninety dollars. So Bravo, if you have an extra market. thousand bucks invested in a volleyball, because you never know, it could be your retirement. Although I think a lot of people thought that with Beanie Babies at one point. Okay, (laughs) and I just saw an article about Beanie Babies where Valentina, the pink bear, Mm -hmm. like can sell for up to like $40,000 or something crazy. So you could sell Valentina and buy a whole bunch of Prada volleyballs and use the carrying (laughs) strap to hurl it at (laughs) muggers or bad guys. I like it. Yeah, right. No more gun violence. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you got to pay for that product strip okay i'm just saying i'm just saying yeah the, the right. red strip product you got to pay for it that's like supreme stupid supremely no. stupid <laughs> <laughs> uh well thanks a lot for that in the news back uh-huh all right so as um, stacy pointed out we do have a guest with us today so bruce is always talking about how he has low hair instead of no hair i am so not thought... always talking about <laughs> oh, yes how... you are <laughs> always talking about it you, that yeah, or yeah, your torso <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. So with that, um, today's show is entitled Lines, Fades and Renegades. And we have Jim from the Grooming Lounge in Bellevue on the show today as he takes care of Bruce's 
hair. <laughs> she was going to say gym. like my crop or something. <laughs> I was going to say mop, but you don't have any. Yeah, I don't have so. a mop. <laughs> no. What up, Jim? How's it going? Thank you for having me. It's good. Good to have you, man. Nice to meet you. Great. Thanks very much for coming on the show. We'd certainly appreciate your time. And um, uh, Bruce mentions you quite a lot. So we thought we'd have you on and, and dig into a little bit more about what you do, not oh, just for wonderful. Bruce, but for all of your clients and where you started. So Bruce is going to kick us off with some questions. Yo, man. So I always wondered, you know, like how long you've been cutting hair and what made you decide to actually do do a barber shop? Um, I, I started cutting hair like a lot of people uh, when I was younger, um, cutting my own hair and my friend's hair. Is that um, why you're wearing a beanie? <laughs> I need a you know, um, people can't, I knew I was, can't I was see you. Going with some fashion forward people. <laughs> so and, you threw a beanie on, right? Exactly. <laughs> and a hoodie. So I appreciate that, bro. Exactly. You know, the waffle, what was it? Waffle material? It's a waffle, knit. Waffle, yeah, yeah. waffle knit. Yep. I'm, and it's I'm white. You can't find a white forward. hoodie around, man. So I like that. It oh, looks fresh. My girl bought it for me. She's very fashion forward herself. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry. I'm just teasing. I didn't mean to to throw you off. So you started when you were younger. When I was young, um, and it was something that I did out of necessity. And then um, I did a lot of things before that. And um, I had a friend that went to barber school straight from high school. And we were sitting one day and I was just telling him how I, I wish I, I would have done that. And I was like in my early 20s and I felt like I was too old at, for some reason at that mm. time. <laughs> uh, I, so he's just like, go home, buy these clippers and then enroll in barber school. And then that was it. And then once I got into barber school, I realized it's what I actually wanted. It was the first time I felt like it was. I was on the right path and it was something that I actually liked doing. Um, Cause cool. I like, previously I'd been going to school for graphic design. And once I started doing it as a job freelance while I was in school, I realized I didn't really like it as a job, mm -hmm. but I liked the creative aspect of it. I just didn't like giving up creative license, which is a big part of the job. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I was kind of just trying to figure it out. Um, and then as to, why I wound up opening my own shop. I think that is always the goal for anybody or it should be. Mm. Uh, be I your own boss. You want to be your own boss. Exactly. And, you know, at some point you have to progress in some way. And like, I felt like I had gotten to a point where me renting a chair from somebody wasn't, I wasn't as much of an asset there anymore because I, I was so busy with my own clients. I couldn't help out with the inflow of uh, walk-ins and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty much just taking up space. And so then that's when we branched out and started doing our own thing. And um, it was always like when I was in barber school, you're, you're required to do like a final project, which is a business plan. And it was basically, you know, however, it's probably at least 10 years ago when I did it, where um, it was what I'm doing now. That was always my goal. And um, yeah, so it was just kind of just a natural progression. Where did you go to barber school? I went to Paroba Beauty School in Everett. Okay. Um, usually in Washington, I, I don't know if there's any strict 
strictly barber schools, but usually it's a barbering program at a cosmetology school. And there's not a lot of those. Hmm. Like there used to be like Evergreen's a big school out here. Yeah, it's a big one. And I don't think they even have a barbering program. Do they, they just have, teach like, you everything? They, you go to the cosmetology program and then they'll have like a barbering week. Hmm. Okay. And I don't even know what that entails, <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's, it took me it's a thousand hours at the time. It might be more now, but I only day I missed was for my sister's wedding. So I, I did it in 10 months. Wow. That's a wow. lot. Of, that's a lot of cutting, man. Yeah. And you don't, you're just basically just cutting old ladies hair. <laughs> you're welcome. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> hey, old no, ladies need no, to get a fade too, bro. <laughs> it, it, well, you know, it, you, you're learning the fundamentals, right? Right. You don't really learn anything until you get out in the real world. Right. But, Actually, That's now the I only people what, that go get their haircut there. I want to see what Jim you could do for me. I have short hair and like I wouldn't do that for you. I wouldn't do it to you. It's just, <laughs> you know, oh, man. I, I stay in my lane. You stay in your lane. Well, yeah. I love that you um when you were in school, you basically manifested and made happen what you had manifested. And I think that's awesome. I also love the fact that, you know, at 20 something you were like ah oh, it's too late and it's not, <laughs> it's not and too late. i was the youngest person in my school right what everybody in there was like this is what they were going to do in retirement or wow. they were unhappy with the career path that they had went on and so when i went in there i like i i was in my early 20s and i was thinking that i was going to be older than everybody there um but yeah I, everybody there was over 40 wow well, and so you're, you're like, using you're like most 20 year olds thinking you were past it at that point, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. You know, I, it wasn't until I got in my 30s that I really realized I don't know anything. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the best position to be in life, like just, you know, not knowing that you don't know everything. Wait till you mm -hmm. hit 50. Um, <laughs> it's it's also interesting that you use your two really strong skills. So if you did graphic arts, then you have technical abilities because that requires so much technical ability and then also the artistry and so you're still using both of those skill sets that you have and what you do yeah and it's it's good because you and the client are on the same page before you get started mm. and so as long as you, you like a lot of times people just show me a picture of how they want their hair to look and so then we're both right there and i can execute that rather than you know, when I was doing graphic design, it was a hundred emails back and forth, like change this, change this, change this, change right. this. And that's what I was like, this isn't for me. I love doing it for myself, but not as a job. Can, can you yeah. let them know that my hair is not easy to cut? Yes. Can you let us know that? It's, it's like we can. It's easy for me to cut because I've been doing it for so long. Yeah, you have. But, but um, it like to the untrained eye you think it would, would be but if it's like a bonsai tree we've got a lot going on up there i got multiple swirl patterns All i mean right. i like that to is, i like to comb brush my hair back my hair goes forward you know why don't we take a like a really <laughs> quick break and then when we come back, talk about someone's hair other than Bruce's. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're listening to Wisdom from the Wardrobe. Keep listening. We're joined today by Jim from the Grooming Lounge. We'll be right back.
Do you feel like you're stuck in a style rut? If so, take the first step on your journey and go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. Fill out their simple personal style assessment and schedule a complimentary, no obligation, 20-minute style consultation. Let the experts help you gain some perspective on your style challenges. Welcome back to Wisdom from the Wardrobe. I'm Stacey Heller, joined by Bruce, Pamela, Beck, and Jim. So we were talking about Bruce's hair, but we're now going to transition. It's not always about me. It's not always about you. (laughs) So we have some other questions for you, Jim. All right. Who's going? Sure, I'll pick one up. So, so Jim, we were talking about how um, you know people come to you with a you know with a photo or something, some kind of inspiration. Um, but that's you know, I'm I'm assuming much like with women's hair salons, you you come in with a photo. It doesn't actually necessarily represent what can actually be done. So when people do you know do come in and it's it's not really right for them, whether it's because of head shape or anything else, how do you direct them in that way? And what's kind of some of the common mistakes that people make? I think a lot of times, um, because no no two people have the same hair, um, the way that it grows or the texture, there's no two people with the same exact thing. So um, I that's like why the consultation is so important. And then I, I try to explain, you know, we can achieve something that's very close to this, but it's not exact, it's not gonna look exactly like this picture because say his hair parts on this side and your hair parts on this side mm-hmm. or your hair doesn't really slick back <laughs> and or, he's zach efron and has a full beauty team that's the other thing is like <laughs> when they show me a picture i'm like do you want your hair to look like that or do you just want to look like this person right right yeah like, right good question know, <laughs> um and then it'll be you know somebody that they'll show me a picture of somebody has curly hair and their hair's straighter than mine so yeah. it's like it's not gonna like we can have a similar style, but it's just not gonna work. Like you're not gonna look like, you know, David I, Beckham. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so leading on from that, then, so would you say then the biggest mistake that people make is the um, kind of th- their expectation level is kind of the entrance point of a mistake for some people. I I think so. Their expectation, um, and then also the, it, it's just like they don't understand like the maintenance that comes with certain styles as well. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest a person maybe bef- when they see something that they like, even before they get it cut, try to style it, get, try to achieve the same shape mm. or the same silhouette before just to see if your hair will even do that to give you some idea. Um, but yeah, the expectation, but usually, I mean, with men's hairstyles, you can, throw enough product in there to make it look like anything. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, I do. And I use product. You do? I do. <laughs> and it's hard to believe, isn't it? <laughs> saying he uses product when he's got such low hair. It doesn't just yeah, lay I down on his own. I oil and wine every day. So. There you go, Jim, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. So I have a question then. So you talk about uh, with men's hair, all the different things that, you know, put enough product in it, whatever. So 
most men, I'm painting with a broad, wide brush here, uh, tend to have short hair or, you know, short to medium length hair, right? And trying to come up with different hairstyles, I know as a short haired person my entire life that when I'm like, hey, I really want to mix it up, my hairstylist is always like, uh, <laughs> part left, part right, <laughs> shorter around the ears. Like, you know, so how do you mix it up or how can somebody mix it up? I, you know, that that's where it gets tricky. It's just when, when it comes to what we do, it's just, hey, do you want to go shorter or leave it longer? <laughs> you know, like, uh, and I always say like all haircuts, like, are like it's all the same principle and all it's all geometry and angles but mm -hmm. it's just how how extreme um and so when yeah they somebody wants to try something completely different like that's easy to do but it when it's just like it, there's just you can do little changes like maybe you know comb it this way but it, like again there's a lot of times where because barbers, we cut your hair to the style rather than cutting your hair and then styling it. Mm. So it's like you're going to either have to grow it out or cut it all off. There you go. So as a follow-up, if somebody like, say, my 18-year-old son is thinking about growing his hair out a little bit so that he's got more going on on top, if you're thinking about growing your hair longer, should you just like let it grow and not see a barber for six months or should you be trying to train your hair to go in a certain direction? Um, it, it's, it depends on, I would say it depends on the style they're looking for and their hair texture. Mm -hmm. But I always think it's good to at least go in and get it like shaped up a little bit, just get it off your ears and stuff. So you still look presentable, but it's not bad to just let it all grow out either because then you have a clean slate to start with mm -hmm. um because what could happen is you know you could just have somebody taper the sides and taper the bottom and it, it then it won't grow out so evenly that once you actually get to that point you're still gonna have to wait a little bit till it gets there got it but when you come in with just this like a mop on your head as you say it's just <laughs> like we can we can do anything with that and charlie's got a mop He's going for the Chad look <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. as he heads off to college. So oh, super no. proud. So what I'm hearing there is if you're if you're wanting to transition into something potentially um, drastic or not, maybe a consultation with you is the best way place to start. Yeah. And I, I'll just, you know, give my best suggestion. Like at the end of the day, I'm going to do what the, the client wants to do. Um, I might suggest strongly sometimes <laughs> yeah. to in one direction but um it's yeah it's, you got to go through that ugly phase what's the most outrageous thing that any clients ever asked you to do um as far as like odell beckham with the blonde tips is that like uh, crazy out there you know, or is that... i mean that's like i it, you get people that it's, it's just unrealistic that like for those certain styles, um, there's a lot of times where people come in with just a picture of just a design in, in the side of the head. That's like, that's what that person does. Uh -huh. They don't like they, oh, right. the, the, their whole thing is they do designs to post a picture on Instagram and mm -hmm. it's for that. They don't really sit and do 
you know, fades and whatever all day long. Right. And I do like that. I don't do that. <laughs> you, right. know, like, you want, you want to part in your hair. A I'm not doing, you know, the, the last supper on the side of your head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, you're but I'm going to take your graphic design skills and do that. <laughs> You know, that's one thing that doesn't really transfer over because that's that's a commitment. It's not quite as bad as tattooing, but I I just haven't dedicated the time strictly. that. I'd rather give everybody a nice, clean haircut that's going to grow out good Mm -hmm. and they'll come back and see me in a couple weeks. That's the key. A good haircut grows out really good. Yes, it does. Well, and by the time you finish something like The Last Supper on the side of the head... (laughs) The where you started is already grown out. <laughs> it's not cost effective either. It would take me the yeah. time to do as many haircuts in a day. So, yeah. so given that designs aren't your specialty, what are the specialties at the grooming lounge? Um, you know, we generally it's we do shorter haircuts for sure. Um, I, is it for both men and women, do you work on, we do cut women's hair. Um, if they like it, it's, if they prefer shorter styles, um, uh, I have a lot of women that come through the generally older women that just like to keep their hair short Mm -hmm. and they just want it to be really clean. Um, I would say our special, our specialties really come with like our customer service. Uh, we try to be punctual. We work by appointment only. Appreciate the punctuality, bro. Yeah, it's that's a big thing for me is just being on time. It always was. It's just trying to be on time or as close to on time as possible because people really, they just want a haircut. You know, they so they want you to be be reliable and mm-hmm. just be there when you're supposed to be. Um, and then it's, we're, we're very professional. I like it's It's relaxed, but it's professional. Like you could bring your wife and kids there and they're not going to be uncomfortable. And so the haircuts speak for themselves, but the environment is what sets us apart. I think. Yeah, nice. for sure. So do you do, is it just cuts or do you do shaves as well? Um, we do shaves. It's not as popular really anymore. Um, but I do, um, certain clients come in for that, um, with COVID and the masks and everything and mm. kind of, put an end to that for the time being. Um, but, uh, we do, uh, I, and also I shave people's heads bald. So, mm-hmm. so you mentioned there that, you know, environment is key to the success of your business. Now we've heard from Bruce that, um, you have some good jams going on while absolutely in, in man so, music is um, bumping what kind of, as i curate the playlist for the show every week, what, what kind of music do you like to listen to while you cut hair? Music is very important. Um, we generally, I, I, I like to go with old soul music. That's my first go-to because I think that's the most universally loved music. Absolutely. And it holds a special place in my heart. So if if it's just me in there, it's Al Green Radio and things, nice. things like that. Um, you know, we'll mix it up every now and then, but like we kind of, we try to keep it PG because you never know. Somebody could seem cool. You don't know how something will offend somebody. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> universally loved. Give me some Marvin Gaye, Al Green. Oh, yeah. Frankie Beverly. 
I want to go get my hair cut <laughs> there now. So you're making an appointment, Stacey. I'm, I'm an older woman that likes a short haircut that's nice and neat. All right, I got one final question before we head out. If you could style anybody, who would you style? Ooh. Um, is the, this is what always comes to mind. While I was thinking about this. It comes to my mind. Kevin Durant. And I say that. I say that because every time I see him on TV, he his hair is either cut. It's like they either go half too long or half too short with his hair texture. And he just, <laughs> it looks like he doesn't even cut his hair, but I know he does. And so I just look at him like I could, I could help you. <laughs> I've had that thought before. I could help. We were watching the Great British Baking Show, and oh my gosh, those you know the earlier seasons with Mel and Sue. All oh, those women, their pants just don't fit, and it drives me crazy. I'm like, somebody, somebody needs to fix their pants. So I can totally relate to that. Do you think it's intentional with him though? I I just think he just doesn't care because yeah. he's so rich. Mm -hmm. that's, that's oh, okay. the only thing I get. And someone needs you to know, cut his hair does, better. He's still Kevin Durant at the end right. of the day. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, as as a person that stares at people's heads all day long, it's, <laughs> it's just ingrained in me. And just like, you could do so much better. That's, that's awesome. Really funny. <laughs> and he's got yes men around. So, or, I know. And women. So it's like, you know, how's my hair? Yes. Yes. <laughs> keep it like that he, he, he's still going to be successful at the end of the day it's just it's lopsided though bro it doesn't look good <laughs> so we're going to have to um, wrap up so if people want to find you and learn more about the grooming lounge where do they go Jim uh, the best place to go would be groominglounge.barbers.com or our Instagram at groominglounge.barbers uh, we I'm kind of transitioning back into working full time um, from COVID because I've been uh, mostly taking care of my son um, while his his mom works. But uh, we'll be back probably when this mask ordinance is done. We'll be back full force and oh, doing man. shaves and beards and all that again. Nice. Congratulations to all small business owners that are struggling. Yeah, for that's sure. awesome. Glad you made it through it, Jim. I appreciate it. So is Bruce's head. <laughs> hey, so, but last time I did get my hair cut shorter. Right, Jim? You did. Yes, you and did. we all noticed. Yes. Because <laughs> we'll be tied if we don't notice, right? Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, you for joining us today. It's nice to finally put a face to the name. Now we know who you are. Mm -hmm. um, remember, folks, you can find Jim online and on his Instagram. You can also find Michael Bruce Image Consulting at michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. If you want to connect with us, feel free to fill out our personal style assessment, and we're happy to meet with you for a complimentary conversation. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at IC. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. If you like what you're listening to and want to learn more about the team, get some great style inspiration and useful style tips on how to elevate your personal style, you can follow them on Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. That's Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. Thanks for listening.